Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to Self to Society. My name is Dennis Gable, and I'm your host. And today, we are going to have a really fucking interesting conversation. How do you guys feel about that? So the conversation that I am interested in having today is... Ooh, it's going to go a little bit deep. Hope you guys are okay with that. I'm okay with it. I love it. Um, But the episode is called... If you didn't already look at the title before you push play, if you're on the podcast, motivation is bullshit. So why would I, somebody like me who loves to give people motivation, who loves to um, cheer people on and tell them, uh, don't fucking stop, keep going, love yourself, be your own advocate, fight for yourself, stand back up, be resilient, all of the things. If I do that, and I do that regularly, and I do have done that consistently over the podcast for the last year plus, why in the shit would I do an episode called Motivation is Bullshit? Well, you know, it's because of the internet. (laughs) And I'm not even kidding. I saw a post on the internet last night that said, one hour at the gym is only 4% of your day, hashtag no excuses. Let me break that down for you, how that really fucking makes sense to me. If I, have, if I go to the gym, and I'm at the gym for 60 minutes, what I also had to do is change, get my clothes together, figure out if I'm going to shower at the gym or if I'm going to drive back home after the gym. Then I had to drive to the gym. Then I had to figure out if I was going to eat, if I was going to make protein, if I was going to prep a protein shake to drink after my workout. There's a lot of other shit that goes into going to the gym other than just going to the gym for 60 minutes. So when I read this post that said, and I quote, one hour at the gym is only 4% of your day, no excuses. I about shit my pants. Because the first thing that I did was I thought about all of the real other shit that goes into going to the gym for an hour. Because it isn't. For me to go to the gym for an hour, if I go to the gym and I work out for 60 minutes, which I have not done for quite some time, month-ish. Anyway, (laughs) uh, self-deprecation aside, if I go to the gym for 60 minutes, that means that I also have to change, pick out clothes, decide if I'm going to shower at the gym, which if I do, then I have to get a towel ready and I have to pack my clothes, yada, yada, yada. Or if I'm going to drive back home, the gym that I go to is about 12 minutes from my house. So that's 24 minutes So now we're at an hour and 24 minutes. Then I have to shower, whether it's at the gym or it's at home. That's at least 10 minutes. I like taking long showers. That's at least 10 minutes. So now we're at an hour and 34 minutes. And then I have to actually get dressed if I make a protein shake, whatever, whatever, whatever. Here's my point. One hour at the gym is not just fucking one hour at the gym. I understand the sentiment of saying one hour at the gym is only this amount of your day no fucking excuses, just go do it. I totally get it, right? But also it's not, it's not. One of the things about quote unquote motivation that I think is such goddamn bullshit and drives me crazy and is most of the reason why Self to Society even exists is because there's always more to the story. There's always something that that you're not being told. Every... Here's, I'm going to tell some truths on this episode. I have been asked 
multiple times, maybe in the hundreds of times, why I don't run an e-course, have multiple free giveaways online, do coaching, um, why I'm not a motivational speaker, a lot of questions that are all very flattering questions. But here's the thing, is that in order to do almost all of them, you have to trick people into getting something that they're not actually fucking getting, and I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. And then there's this statement. The only way that money will, when you just give, money comes. Listen, I can assure you that you giving your life away does not equal money coming your way. It just doesn't. I know that from experience. (laughs) So there's so many statements online that people try to feed to you um, for one of maybe a couple reasons. One, because it uh, benefits them, right? So the ebook online training, you know, the, the bait and switch, uh, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about this thing until you get to the last three minutes. And then I'm going to sell you on something, whether that's, uh, a product that they're promoting you, that somebody's promoting through you, whether that's your own system, whether that's another book, whether that's something there's, there's always something on the backside of these offers. I can't do that. I have to lead with the with what is up front for me. What I would have to believe what I would have to do is lead with, look, there ain't shit to buy or before you watch this, I'm going to try to sell you something for $1000 and if that's not okay, don't waste your time watching. because <laughs> um, there's there's always a catch, right? I know people personally who are in the coaching space. And what they say is, I'll do anything for you. You need it, I got it. Lean on me, I'll lead by example, I'll give, then the rest will come to me. And most of them don't do that. Most of them don't actually do that. What they do is that they're selling people on an idea that they should be better, they should quit their job, their life should be, there should be some happiness out there in fucking La La Land. And I'm not saying that happiness is not possible or that, you know, even the La La Land isn't possible because the La La Land is fucking possible. There's shit out there. Um, but nobody is giving shit away for free. Very few people are giving shit away for free. Um, I'm getting ready to release a book of poetry. I'm not giving it away. I'm probably not going to give it away to anybody. I'm going to sell that motherfucker because I put a lot of hard, creative work into those pages and I want there to be value in it when people buy it. I hope that makes sense. Um, It's one of the reasons why I can't wrap my head around being a coach. Um, I think that I could help a lot of people see through some of their own shit. You know, I I really do think that um, my perspective and my lens Uh, not do I think it has and does and would continue to do that. Um, I'm just not okay doing bait and switch offers and not all of them are. I'm sounding like uh, sort of an asshole. That's not what I'm intending to do. Um, That post about the gym just got me so fired up though. Here's why it got me fired up. If you've listened till now, if you've gotten through my rant, uh, I hope that you love the next 12 minutes. Rant over. Okay. Okay. The internet is a weird place. 
Most people are not nearly as well-intended as they want you to believe. Life is not nearly as simple as anybody selling their product or their service is, can actually be. You're not actually that much prettier with makeup on than you are without it. You're not actually that much cooler with this shirt versus that shirt. You're not actually more athletic with these shoes or those shoes. We've been being sold on shit for years, okay? But here's, here's the thing that gets me that I hope will resonate with you. Through all of the motivation, through all of the TED Talks, through all of the times that you've watched the same Brene Brown video on YouTube, through all of the tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars that you've spent on books, seminars, self-help systems, personal coaching, etc. The only person that ever did anything good for you was you. You were the only person that showed up. Last episode was called Your Human, and I touched on this in great length, that the only person who has ever really actually shown up for you is you. You have support. There's structure there. There's love. There's generosity. All of these things are beautiful and wonderful. But at the end of the day or in the beginning of the day in the next morning, the person who has to open their eyes, get themselves out of bed, wash the sleep out of your eyes, take a real good morning dump, shower, do your makeup or hair, get ready, shave your face, whatever it is that you do and walk out the door into reality, you are the person harnessing all of that strength. Motivation in and of itself is not so much bullshit as the way that people use it. There, there's a way that we use words. Think about the sharing of memes, for Christ's sake. There are millions, literally millions of memes shared every single day. Millions of them by really shitty, selfish, destructive people. And when I say memes, I'm saying um, positive quotes, you know, self-help mantras, things like that. I know people personally who have not dug themselves out of the same emotional shit that they've been dealing with for decades, and they share more fucking positive memes every day than anybody else I've ever met. There just is something to the act. There's something to the act that we have really established in 2019 with the birth of social media. And, and, and uh, I don't ultimately think it's bad. But I'm going to quantify this for you. Never before ever have we had more outlets for self-help, for therapy, for um, science, like psychological science to understand who we are and how we re- how we act, etc. And humanity is not getting any fucking better. There is not a lick of data to show that humanity is progressing emotionally or behaviorally in a way that would be selfless. Not a fucking lick of data about it. We might have generally some more happiness generally. But let me fucking assure you that with all of all that we have at our goddamn fingertips, it's not working. <laughs> it's not fucking working. I hope and I pray that we that people who actually do give some shits are willing to give enough shits that we say 
The noise is fucking noise. It's noise. Holy Christ almighty, it's just noise. And if we can uh, block out the noise, put on some headphones, center ourselves into our own hearts, then we can really provide some motivation. Because there's nothing more motivating than watching somebody. Nothing has ever been more powerful than watching someone actually break their addiction. Nothing has ever been more powerful than watching someone actually change their behavior. There's never been anything more powerful than watching someone actually step into the light of day with a smile and not with a fake it till you make it or not with a fucking t-shirt from Target. There's nothing more powerful than watching the work actually be done and somebody succeeding into the work that they're doing in their own life, in their own heart, in... Uh, in the resonation, resonation, in the resonating of their soul, something moves. That's fucking powerful. Memes don't mean a goddamn thing. And I share a lot of them. I love poetry. Um, I love people like Brene Brown and John Kim. Uh, I even think that people like Joe Rogan have really interesting, uh, psychological thoughts, Uh, viewpoints on life, right? Guys like Jordan Peterson, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, Tony Robbins every once in a while. Like the, the, we're not void of people, Ellen DeGeneres, another one that I love. We're not void of people who have decent things to say. What we are void of is people willing to show up, um, without having those things as some sort of crutch. Does that make sense? We're not void of it. It just doesn't happen the way that we make people believe it does. Here's the most motivating thing you'll ever experience. Smile at yourself. <laughs> the most motivating thing you'll ever experience is give yourself a genuine smile. Really, truly believe that in the, the fabric of your being, that you have something worth giving to yourself and to the world. And if you can wrap your head around fucking that you will find the source of all motivation. There's something that uh, was said in, I mean, it's probably been said through most of uh, Christian history, but I I didn't really latch onto it till my last, I don't know, five or eight years or so of uh, church leadership and ministry. And it was the idea that everything you need, you already have. It was a very progressive thought because it, it removed legalism uh, it removes legalism in politics. It removes legalism in uh, faith. It removes legalism in a lot of different areas. But to look at somebody and say, everything that you already need, you have. You have a conscience. You have something that stirs inside of you. When you, the, there's the, the gut reaction, right? We have instinct, Instinct is very, very valuable. Intuition can get a little fucked. I've got an episode about that. Go listen to it if you're that bored. But instinct is a, it's a natural skill to keep you alive. Humans have instinct because we used to be hunted by animals. (laughs) And other predators trying to fucking kill us. People trying to come in and raid our tribes. We had to have some sort of instinct that could say something's not okay. I don't know what's not okay, but something's not okay. Or the instinct to not have GPS and say, yeah, we have to go west. Why? I don't know why. You, we just, 
I know down in my fucking guts that we have to go west, right? We have an instinct that is beautiful. Not only that, if we removed the idea of comparison, which in some ways is what a lot of motivation ends up being, right? Uh, I saw uh, <laughs> so this guy that I'm friends with on Facebook. Uh, I've only met him once in person. Um, posted a selfie today with his shirt off uh, and was like, no excuses. And what the first thought that I had was super fucking cynical. And it's probably because that guy is in better shape than me. So let me just be honest about that. Uh, second of all, I wonder how many people, I wonder how many men would take shirtless selfies if working out didn't actually affect how your body looks. It only affected how your body uh, acted and responded. It, what if working out only affected the, the flow of your blood and your respiratory system and the way that food processes through your body, right? The way that oxygen uh, moves all the way through each cell of your, of your existence. But what if it never changed the outside? What if we had a static body? You would, and if, unless that body was already, which it wouldn't matter because people wouldn't know any different. So I'm going to take that off the table. If working out only affected the internal elements of our body, men would not take shirtless selfies. There would be no reason to because there would be nothing to brag about and nothing to show. It would be like, I don't know. I don't need another analogy. I think you guys understand. We put so much weight on comparison, right? So if we take that comparison off the table and, and, and men and women push themselves into allowing somebody else to be compared by them, right? Uh, trust me, fucking, if I looked like Hugh Jackman, I would walk around with my shirt off all the goddamn time. Okay, so let's just not get it twisted. I'm not saying that just because I have a dad bod and I'm fatter than I want to be that I'm mad or disgruntled about this whole thing. I would do the same goddamn thing. However, comma, this is more about the idea that we live in a, a, a society that is bred off of comparison and competition, right? So if we remove competition from the table and we think back to this idea that I mentioned just a couple minutes ago, saying we have everything we need inside of us, everything we need, it's all there. Our instincts, our thought process, our conscience, right? The way that we're able to so quickly process information, uh, the way that we're able to look at somebody and, and have a, an instinctual feeling about them. There's people that I've met that I've never spoken to that I don't like. There are people that I've met and hadn't yet spoken to, and I knew that we were going to be friends. I knew that there was something about that human, and, and we would call that energy, the transfer of energy. We can call it whatever we want. It exists. I don't know how to explain it, really. But if we take all of that truth and we remove comparison from the table, you really truly would have everything that you need to live exactly the life you choose to live. Here's why motivation is bullshit. (laughs) Because in the midst of all of the words, trust me, I love words. They're beautiful. I use a fuck ton of them. But in the midst of all the words... So many of us find ourselves beaten down to the bottom of the barrel of these conversations in comparison to all of the people above us, and we never actually choose to get up and do the things. I can't tell you to get up, 
if I were to flip this into some sort of motivational speech, you should all unfollow me, blow my podcast up and never listen to me again, because it would be the exact same thing that I hate, but I should try to sell you a book or something. (laughs) Oh shit. I'm kidding. Um, but I can't turn this into some sort of motivational thing because it, it, it isn't only you actually know what kind of strength lives inside of you. I can haphazardly encourage you with all sorts of words, things that I generally believe are true about humans. I did it in the last episode. If you want to test me, go listen to You're a Human, and you'll hear me tell you wonderful, beautiful things about what it means to be a human, things that I believe deeply, like with my whole soul. But I can't actually speak into this microphone, look into my phone on Instagram Live, and say, you're going to do it today. Because the only person who stands between those words and action is you. So the, the truest f- uh, version of motivation, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, is your ability to get out of bed, open your eyes, wipe the dirt out, the sleep out of your eyes, shake off the weird dreams, feel okay about not getting as much sleep as you wanted, smile at yourself, Think about what things you need or want to accomplish for the day. Think about the person that you want to be to humanity. Think about who you're going to be to the pissed off waiter at the shitty restaurant you go to for lunch. Think about how you're going to treat that person. It's all the motivation you'll need. Everything that you need, friends, lives inside of you. I feel like I somehow just killed my own the future of my own podcast. (laughs) Uh, But everything you need, for sure, I really believe this lives inside of you. To find some context of why I believe that, again, you're a human, will give you, will shed some light on it. Um, Because I do believe really beautiful things about humanity. Uh, The thing I also believe about humanity is that we are wildly selfish. We are creatures of... (sighs) manipulation and greed and want. And most of us have been willing to uh, dismiss or ignore the truer parts of our heart to try to continue the the journey of comparison. I beg you to do some self-evaluation. You have everything you need. When you wake up tomorrow morning, smile at yourself. Remember who you are. Think about who you are. Um, it, a, meme, a meme can't do it for you. They're brilliant people, brilliant authors. I'm reading many of them this year. Um, I mentioned them earlier in the episode. Jordan Peterson, Brene Brown, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, John Kim. There's a lot of really beautiful authors and words out there that can hopefully inspire. But being inspired and being motivated are different. Only you can do the motivation. I'm signing off, friends. Thank you for listening. There's a little baby burp tea in the episode. Hope that you guys have a really great moment in time. If you disagree with me, please tell me. If you want to chat, also tell me. If you have questions, tell me. If you love this, tell somebody else about it. (laughs) See ya.